0: Tuned into the ETBU Sportsnet. And this is the Texas Tiger Podcast.
1: And welcome to another edition of Lunch with Ledyard here on the Texas Tiger Podcast. I'm Adam P. Ledyard here, the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications at ETVU. And today we're blessed to have men's soccer player Bruno Palmieri, who is with us. Welcome, Bruno. What's up?
0: Glad to be here.
1: So we're glad we can talk to you each week. We've been featuring different student athletes at ETBU right now, the fall student athletes. And today we'll talk a little men's soccer with Bruno and uh, a little bit about who he is, where he's from and how he got to ETBU. So before we jump right into it, tell us a little about, you know, where you're from, uh, what you're majoring in, your position and what you're doing uh, there at ETBU for the team.
0: All right. So I'm originally I was born in Santos, Brazil. And uh, when I was six years old, my parents decided to move our family to Shreveport, Louisiana. And so for most of my life, I've lived in Shreveport um, until, of course, now here at ETBU. And right now I'm majoring in biology. And for the team, I play usually mostly attacking mid, but also sometimes center forward or left wing. So, But always more attacking. I'm more of an attacking player.
1: And that's fun to watch because you've been uh, really uh, had some exciting times just in the short career here for ETBU. So uh, you've already talked a little bit. You list Brazil as your home. Tell us a little bit about Brazil, uh, what you like about it. Um, You know, you said you came to the United States at six. So you you must remember a little bit of Brazil before you came to the United States. So Tell us a little bit about uh, Brazil and what you what you uh, love about it.
0: Yeah. So I love my home country. We actually go back and visit uh, once a year. I go at least uh, during the summer. So all of our family still lives there. So really only my immediate family lives here in the U S with us. So we always go back and visit them. And I just love the culture. And one of the biggest things like about the culture is really soccer. Like that's a big part of almost like every family there. Like it's so soccer involved. Um, You know, here in the U S it's more distributed between like, football baseball basketball in brazil it's like almost strictly soccer so that's really what got me into my love for soccer and just the 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 beaches there the like the beauty of the country the language like I, at home i only speak portuguese with my parents and i just i love going back and visiting and it's like so different from here and you get a different perspective and experience and i love it i love having the. So There's the big question
1: things. is: Do you surf?
0: Do I surf? No, I have. I have once. I can't say that I'm a, <laughs> I'm a regular <laughs> surfer an expert or anything, though. No.
1: <laughs> but you're a beach goer.
0: I yeah, I am. Yeah, I love being at the beach, playing soccer at the beach, and yeah, that's that's my type of thing.
1: Now uh, I've been to Brazil a couple times in my life. In I was at the the Americano Americano Stadium in Brazil, Rio. Is that the
0: uh, Maracana?
1: Yeah, I can't I can never yeah. really say it the right way.
0: That's but all right. <laughs> it's close enough.
1: <laughs> we we had a chance to uh, visit that when I was down there and just the the aweness of the greats that have been through there. We took a, a tour stadium and right. saw where some like were Pele had dressed at one point and yeah. just the the culture of uh soccer in Brazil. Talk a little bit a bit. Yeah. Uh, about that uh you know and and learning soccer while you're down there and bringing it Mm -hmm. to the united states at a young age
0: yeah so it's it's huge there i mean like um brazil has won the most world cups out of any other country and you can see that mainly by their youth development like the youth development of soccer in brazil is like none other like (laughs) And wherever you're raised, you're most likely in school with your friends or anything. You have a soccer ball on the streets, at the beach. You're you're somewhat involved. And they do a great job there from whenever you're young, they pick out the top talent. And they can see, like, who dif- differentiates from the others. And the really, like, style of – they call it there Jogo Bonito, which is, like, the style of – uh of play that they say Brazilians play with the the Jenga, the more of like flair, the beautiful style of soccer that they kind of bring out, which I I find that fascinating. Some try to bring it a little bit to my game, Um, but that's really what Brazilian soccer is about. And it builds a lot on their culture and reflects it.
1: Yeah. And I saw that I spent about a month and a half down there and we worked in the favelas of uh, Rio and we went to the Mm -hmm. top of one of the Hills and just the uh, little little uh, boys that played the game, probably five or six, I would say. They all came up to me right. and wanted me to play. And I mean, I was an American football player, so I didn't play soccer right. much at all. But they're like, come down, yeah. play, play. Yeah. They just wanted a big guy to play with them, and it was yeah. so much fun because they would. Well, they didn't always let me score. They they were tough. Like they were, <laughs> I mean, but right. it was a fun time. They loved getting to know me and playing, and just like I said before, the culture of soccer. One of the things I also mm-hmm. love too, like you you hit on it, was the uh, language and just the the Portuguese and how it's speaking. And I still I, I remember I didn't learn a whole lot, but like oi for hello, and oy. yeah. Uh, and then there was one word that never translated over to the American language. Yeah, know? so was, if
0: I got that right in your email, I think you're trying to say saudade. Saudade,
1: right? yeah, saudade.
0: saudade, yeah. So saudade is more. I do it's it's crazy cuz there really isn't no direct translation but like it it really would be more of like the noun for like missing or loving somebody. Yeah. Like you know and they say like that's like used a lot and there's really isn't like a a noun for that in the English yeah. language. You know, that's um, it's weird.
1: I always thought that was neat. I still every now and then on Facebook have a friend that I met well, it was uh, almost 30 years ago down there on a mission trip, we still keep in contact and he'll say he's a surfer. He's a big surfer. So he'll send me some pictures every now and then on Facebook messenger. And, you know, he'll say "Saldaje" on there. Sada. Yeah. Cause That's we, we awesome. were really close. When we were down there. When We spent some time down there and uh, he was one that I really came close to. So it's fun to have the uh, uh, Google translations now. So we right. can at least uh, right. translate <laughs> some, but uh, Brazil is always near and dear to my heart. Yeah. So, Did you um, do
0: a mission trip there? That- yeah,
1: I did two mission trips uh, through the college that I went to in Illinois at Olivet Nazarene. We yeah, okay. went down there, one for about a week and a half. And the other was uh, for a month and a half, and working there, and then in Campo Grande uh, for about a week. So we got to go across the whole uh, state that we were in there in Brazil, whole, across the whole country, actually, and then into the jungle area for a little bit, just on the outskirts of it, so uh, that was that was quite an experience. Um always always will remember they were on a truck strike that time when we were on the interstate. So we, we got stuck in the truck strike for uh 24 hours in one spot on our bus and couldn't go anywhere. Wow. So we we, <laughs> yeah. we really got to experience Brazilian culture while we're down
0: there. Yeah. The traffic's the, the, tra- the traffic's the traffic there, no joke. <laughs> it's no oh, joke. Oh, it was <laughs>
1: terrible, man. But yeah. we, we enjoyed it. We were there. Uh, doing the Lord's work and uh, we learned a lot uh, loved on the people and it'll always be near and dear to my heart. So uh, we've talked a little bit about soccer. FIFA is huge. I know even for yeah. American players, FIFA's FIFA is always huge. And, and on your bio, one of the things you said was uh, uh, one of your prized possessions was having your own cardboard FIFA card how did right. that come about and what, what does that that mean for that and then how intense does it get playing FIFA right. with your friends
0: yeah so I've actually I've played FIFA for a while now definitely it's like my favorite video game and I it's really the only video game I play um and so I played for a, a a lot of years and in high school I used to we used to make with my high school team we used to make like these like FIFA cards for, like, each other. Like, there's, like, FIFA card generators that you can, like, you know, put a face on anybody and, like, put the position stats and everything. And so we always had fun with that. And uh, one day, I think it was for my birthday, my junior year, my brother actually got me that FIFA card. And because there's, like, a website that you can, you know, put anything you want and submit a picture on there, and they'll do uh, the FIFA card for you and, like, send it to you by the mail. So my brother actually got me that. And so it's one of the things that I hang up in my room and I really like, because um, you know FIFA is a a big hobby of mine. And I'm pretty good at it, so I take it do take it pretty competitive whenever I'm playing other friends i I do like to win. So I mean, we always we always have fun, but it can get a little a little heated or competitive <laughs> depending on how the game is. So but yeah,
1: before uh, preseason really started, I think you guys are all here. The one night I was walking by one of the classrooms, I think Coach Cox put together a FIFA tournament. Yeah, and I walked by and at one moment they're like,
0: Ah, and I was like, Yeah, I around, I was like, Oh, it's the FIFA tournament yeah. going on. It, it gets intense, yeah, especially when people are watching too, because then they hype it up even more. And it just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's awesome. That, that's good camaraderie to have, it's good memories to make. So, uh So with that, uh, when did your start of love of soccer start? You know, you played at the prep school here in the United States over in Louisiana, uh, came over as as a a six-year-old. But really, when did your love of soccer start and then transition into, you know, being a strong player there at the prep school?
0: Right. Yeah. So ever since I was about – I probably started really playing like when I was maybe – three years old, like I was already introduced to it at a very young age. I mean, my dad, everybody else in my family, super big in soccer. So they were already bringing me to games. The Santos FC, which is the soccer team there, already went to a ton of games. And from a very young age, like at school, I was playing with friends on the beach with my brother. So I got, you know, that exposure really young. So that's what made me just kind of, want to want to keep playing, make me love the sport. And um, whenever, you know, just transferred over whenever I got here, my dad got me put in the, in the club soccer in Shreveport. And I just kept playing all my life until, you know, high school, I really started taking it seriously because I'm like, okay, I want to do this more competitively. I want to, I want to play it at, at another level. So I had very good high school seasons. My, um, my team did relatively well. We went to uh, you know. Far in playoffs almost every year. We went to a final, played in the state championship one year. So I had a great high school experience with soccer and it, it got me to where I am now. So I'm thankful for that.
1: Yeah, let's, let's talk a little about that. What is your ETBU story? How did you end up here in Marshall, Texas, originally from Brazil and Louisiana and uh, right. traveling over here to ETBU?
0: Right. So actually, by the end, I always knew I really started like zoning in. Like I was always like kind of in between, do I want to play college soccer? Or do I want to um, really focus on it? And my senior year, I was pretty set like, okay, I want to do it. And then I remember whenever my senior year, when we lost in the semifinals of playoffs, I really felt that feeling like, no, like I gotta, I gotta get this. And I, I didn't have really any, um, any big opportunities at the time. So I really started looking after my season ended because I was like, I want to play somewhere. And I remember I hadn't really like, I had toured a few places, talked to a few coaches, but I hadn't found the place that I felt like was really the fit for me. And then I was playing indoor with one of my friends one time, my roommate now, Ian Ebarb. And he had already like considered, I I think he was committed at that time, but he was like, hey, you should check ETBU out. I didn't, I honestly, I didn't know ETBU was a a school or anything. And it was just 45 minutes down the road, but he was like, yeah, you should check ETBU out. It's super nice. Um, Like you should at least talk to the coaches or anything. And I was like, okay. Okay. So I, I got in contact with Chad and Burke and I sent them my highlight film, got to meet with them toward the campus. And as soon as I, did all of that, got on campus and everything and talked to them, saw the academics here and everything. I was like, okay, now I like, I told my parents who talked it out and I was like, no, I really feel like I, I need to go here. This is, this is where I feel like I'll fit. And then I made that decision like probably late April, early May. And I committed to coming here.
1: What was it that really sold you about ET to be here?
0: So really just the, so I came from a a prep school. It was a, it was a Catholic school, very small. Um, and I kind of felt whenever I came here to ETBU, sort of that same type of community, that same type of vibe that I really liked everybody. So, um, so, so nice. So like, so willing to help you. And I really felt that when I came here, the coaches also, I, I love, they felt like on my visit, they really like focused on me compared to whenever I went to on visits to other schools, they really felt more um, engaged. And I feel like this was just a more homey feeling.
1: The more student athletes I talk to, the more I, I hear that as uh, they say, well, I, I'd never heard of ETBU, but, but once yeah. I got on campus, I just fell in love with it, the people, the place yeah. and, and what it was. So uh, it, it's neat to see how God orchestrates all of this and brings these recruits on campus and students on campus for these programs and then while they're here the education and, ex- and the experience that they get so that that's really neat to hear that you know once again yeah. another student athlete had never heard of ETBU and yeah now you're here so exactly it, uh, <laughs> you get to have a great experience with the men's soccer team so this is uh lunch with Ledger it's lunchtime and uh we like to talk about food so what is your favorite lunch food or meal at uh, the
0: ETBU cafeteria? At the cafeteria? Mm. Uh, I'd probably say either Catfish Friday. Friday's probably up there. Or I do like the breakfast sandwiches. Ooh. I'd probably say breakfast sandwiches. That's probably my, my number one. Because breakfast is my favorite meal at the, at the cafeteria. And Whenever they have the breakfast sandwiches, they're always good, so yeah, I I'll, I'll probably got to go with that.
1: I always loved uh breakfast in the cafeteria because you, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all you can eat, so it's like, and I love breakfast, and it's one of those things where yeah, I'm gonna have a little bit more. So, I, right. you're the first one to mention the breakfast, so that's pretty cool to hear that. So, mm-hmm. along those lines, uh, being from Brazil, and, and I'm sure you've experienced a lot of great food, uh, what is something that That you have cooked for, or that you like to eat back home, that your family might make for you, or even when you go back to Brazil, what's some great food that you love to eat?
0: So my favorite would actually be it's this Brazilian chicken thigh that my mom makes, and she doesn't make it often because it does uh, a little while more, you know, more work to cook. But it's my favorite meal. She always does it on my birthday, but it's. It'd be similar to like a chicken pot pie here, but like it's not—it's not the crust doesn't go all over the top. I don't know exactly like the—I can just say that the Brazilian chicken pie that my family (laughs) makes, my grandma always makes it when I go back because they know it's my favorite dish, and that's probably my favorite food.
1: That's awesome! Yeah, Yeah. Brazilian food is always good, and I'll
0: always—yeah—always
1: love it when I have a chance to go to a restaurant like that uh black beans and rice always will be something that will anytime i see that i think of brazil yeah Um, every
0: every every meal that's you know rice beans and some some sort of meat (laughs) that's and then something that
1: they did while i was down there which i'd never experienced they had some kind of bread and butter for breakfast which was really good
0: that's that's like that's like typical that's what my parents still eat every morning it's just and it's funny because when my friends that would come over to my house they always knew that that was a breakfast and it was so much different than theirs because you know american breakfasts are more like you know there's a lot more foods different type of stuff yeah yeah all that all that stuff and in brazil it's very simple bread butter coffee maybe some fruit
1: <laughs> i wasn't a coffee yeah. drinker in college but i wanted to try it when i was in brazil oh man i one one small they had like, these yeah. tall thin cups for breakfast where i was at yeah and just one drink of that my eyes got really huge yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was my, good. Brazil. The, the brazilian coffee was insane
0: Yeah, it's no joke. And actually, we bring we always bring some like coffee grounds, Brazilian coffee uh, back when we go. And so I actually have some at my house. I make Brazilian coffee every morning. And that's 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 my favorite.
1: Oh, it's great to hear that you keep your culture with you and bring it on campus because that's what we need and to share what other cultures are like. So that's great to hear. Uh, Shifting to your time here at ETBU uh, last season you had a moment uh, against Austin college as a freshman, one that I'm sure that you'll take for you forever. Uh, Tell me about that moment, that experience, that golden goal, uh, and how it happened and what it, what it felt like afterwards for the win for ETBU.
0: Yeah, it it, it was an awesome feeling. I mean, especially just coming in as a freshman, you're still kind of like trying to find your place, get on team. And that, I remember whenever that happened, it was, it was just a, a great feeling that that was actually my first goal that I scored and it being like that, that big, you know, especially at the end of a, end of a game, winning the game immediately on a golden goal overtime was a great feeling. And, um, that's probably the most hype goal I've ever scored. So just doing that on the college level, it was, it was, it was pretty exciting.
1: And we were able to document that with video and pictures. Yeah. See. They got
0: great great documentation of it that I'll have forever, too. Yeah. <laughs> the, the
1: the excitement on your face, the the racing, the taking off of the jersey. I mean, it was one of those picture perfect video yeah. moments in soccer that you don't always get.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So w- with that, uh, the men's soccer program does does a lot of community service. Uh ETV's big on servant leadership and training people Mm -hmm. in that tell us a little about of some of the items that you have a chance to do with the team being a servant leader in community service
0: right so always a few times through the semester we'll take a few community service opportunities to do as a team and definitely one of my favorite ones we did last year was we there was a tornado over in right off of Longview. i forgot exactly what small part it was somewhere in Longview and we it was I think it was us the men's basketball and another team might have been there but we just helped we went around and like helped people like clearing out stuff with like um, like trees branches I mean I think we went to a farm and this guy had a ton of like his little like sheds and buildings all like destroyed and so we helped the cleanup of that and also last year we got to go to uh, a children's daycare we spent some time with them we walked around with them around the block played with them inside the classroom so just getting to have those opportunities with the team is it's always nice giving back
1: how's the the team bonding with that you know growing with that getting your hands dirty uh, in, in servant yeah. leadership uh, does that help a team yeah. grow closer together through all that
0: oh definitely i mean when you're going through the same thing like that helping other people out i mean you make memories doing that you laugh while you're doing it you try to have not only just, you know, help the people have a good time with because you're with your team all doing like you're all on the on the same situation and you're just trying to make the, the best experience out of it. So we always we always get some good bonding and memory moments whenever we have those opportunities.
1: That's that's good to hear. It's it's always fun to hear what these student athletes get out of it. and And I see the pictures. We don't always get to go be a part of it but we see the pictures and just the the impact that you guys make in the community and in the area with all that you do so thank you for doing all that right. i'm glad you guys get to do that and uh it's it's fun to see the teams come together and do all that uh to help the areas so we're down to our final segment here with lunch with lead Yard. it's a little uh tease of uh, this or that or something like that. And uh, I'll ask uh, a question or I'll give you a choice, and uh, you got to pick it as quick as you can. So, uh, all right. I'll give you, uh, I'll start out with uh, are they sandals or slides? Uh, Sandals. Do you like uh, turfs or cleats? Cleats. Uh, Do you like grass or turf? Grass. The beach? or the mountaintop beach Uh, Brazilian meat or Texas barbecue
0: Uh, picanha Brazilian meat
1: (laughs) Uh, what do you think of when I say Pele soccer world cup Um, over a thousand goals (laughs) Uh, what do you think of when I say world cup Brazil, Brazil. <laughs> um, now in East Texas, there's always a battle between the best restaurants, Whataburger or In-N-Out. In-N-Out. Oh, you're the first yeah. one to say
0: that. Wow. Yeah, I haven't had In-N-Out as many times I have Whataburger, but from the times I've been to In-N-Out, it's a cheaper option, and I think the burger ends up being better
1: ah that's a good good insight there yeah all right um one more question let's see um favorite city in the united states dallas
0: nice. uh, probably first thing that comes to mind
1: <laughs> so we're gonna before we uh in here we're gonna do some shout outs but I want to give you a chance to say something in Portuguese if you have anybody back at home in Brazil okay. to say hello to or anything. But yeah. uh, it's always fun to hear uh, Portuguese for myself, but also just for people to hear another language. So if you want to say something right. in Portuguese and then and then go into your shout-outs.
0: Okay. Oi, mãe, pai, toda minha família que está assistindo esse vídeo aqui, uh, quero agradecer a vocês para sempre me suportar. E eu tô eu tô adorando meu tempo aqui na ITBU e eu adoro jogar futebol aqui.
1: That's awesome. Now, do you
0: want to give any shout outs to anybody? Woo-hoo! Uh, sure. I'll shout out my parents. Both of my parents who have always supported me through everything. I mean, just them taking the the risk to move our entire family here to give us more of an opportunity. And I, I I will always be grateful and respect them for that. Um, you know, especially uh, us being the first family of our big family to come over to the U S um, I mean, that's a big change in life for them. And they are just thinking about us ahead and if they wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have been here. So I would always, always be grateful for them.
1: That's awesome. It sounds like you're really close to your family and uh, that they support you and all that you do. So we've been talking to Bruno Palmieri here on lunch with Ledyard on the ETBU Texas Tiger podcast. We want to thank him for talking to us today and wish him uh, good luck the rest of the season as ETBU makes a push to uh, make the ASC tournament and into the uh, championship game down the road there. So thanks for talking to us today, Bruno.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me.
1: And then uh, check back next week as we will talk to another student-athlete here at ETBU. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later.
0: You're tuned into the ETBU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast.